Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today I'm going to talk about the upcoming collapse of our industrial civilization. The collapse is not going to happen because of some breakdown due to banking system failure or politics. It will happen because the cheap and easy energy that we've been using for our economy is becoming scarce. I've been studying peak oil since 2004. I've also lived in two countries as a teenager that lost much of their oil supply. After the Soviet Union collapsed, I visited Cuba for an entire month with my family. Cuba had lost about 15% of its oil imports because they were cut off from the Soviet oil imports from the collapse of the Soviet bloc in Eastern Europe. People were thin as toothpicks and food was expensive and scarce, unless of course you were a tourist from another country. I remember my father having his life threatened by a local Cuban man for a pair of pants. The situation had become so dire that locals were resorting to the threat of violence. In 1996, I also spent the entire summer in former Yugoslavia, where 55% of the gasoline that would normally enter the country was gone due to the international oil embargo. I watched as gasoline gangsters sold bootleg petroleum on street corners, and I visited the Danube River where I saw petroleum pirates smuggle fuel across that body of water. When more than 50% of a nation's fuel supply disappears, it becomes difficult to maintain the infrastructure and the entitlement programs in that particular jurisdiction. Senior citizens saw their pensions reduced to about $20 a month, hardly enough to live on. In the capital city of Belgrade, I saw kids about my age that were barely 120 pounds when they should have been about 160. People in the cities were going hungry, but people in the country had enough food to make do because they had their own gardens to grow their own vegetables and chickens. What really surprised me was that even with all the hardships that were going on, there seemed to be plenty of places that were thriving. Women's clothing shops, hair salons, and nail places seemed to do well. When times are tough, women up their game. They spend even more time trying to attract male attention. They spend more of their time watching what they eat, and more time finding outfits that show off their curves, and more time doing their hair. If you live in a society where few men have the means to support a woman and a family, then women tend to compete for the same men at the top of the wolf pack. At that time, I didn't think much of what I was seeing. Roads were falling apart, cities were broke, sewer systems were also broken, but there were plenty of beautiful women flaunting their bodies everywhere, each one more stunning than the next. Here in Canada when I was in high school, I could say that about 5% of the girls in my high school were tens. Over there in Eastern Europe, I'd say about 40-50% to 50 were tens, based on my Canadian standards. But make no mistake about it, these women were sharpening their claws and fixing themselves to grab a man that could provide for them. My cousin used to joke with me and said that in Eastern Europe, all you need is a car, as most guys can't afford one, and all you have to do is park your car in the city on a major street and leave the passenger seat unlocked, and women will just open the door and sit right next to you and start a conversation. What us men need to understand is that in a situation where the economy becomes bad, if we end up holding on to some of our wealth, then we can have our pick of women, if that's really what we want from life. What I always wonder about is why there are so many fat people in North America versus the rest of the world. 
And the only conclusion that I can reach is that women here have their pick of men that can provide for them and put, therefore put less effort into their appearance because of the relative comfort that they receive. If you're a woman and have a suburban home, children, your own car, and a husband, you know full well that you can leave your husband and your quality of life will probably stay about the same. So what's the incentive of keeping up your appearance to a higher standard? You have everything that you could want, so there's no need to work harder to attract or even keep a man. However, hypothetically, if we were in a society where the tables were turned and men could leave at any time with all the assets, children, alimony, and child support money, then we would see women working much harder to stay attractive. They wouldn't simply be caring about women-only gyms. They would be doing push-ups before bed every single night, cooking four-course meals for their family, reading bedtime stories to their children, and having more sex with their husbands. In the past, the old roles outlined a woman's responsibility to her family and husband, and the man's roles to the family and his wife were also outlined. And back then, there was no, no default divorce. A lot of people don't think the collapse is here yet. You can walk through the center of cities like New York, Paris, London, or Toronto, and these cities have never been in better shape. The infrastructure looks clean and brand new. But I can certainly tell you that in Ontario, a province of eastern Canada, the collapse is already underway. There are tens of thousands of buildings across the province that have been abandoned and are falling apart. But most of these are found in rural areas, like the pictures I'm showing you. Places where most tourists and ordinary city folk would never choose to venture. Places that are dangerous due to wildlife such as wolves, buzzards, ticks, and other creatures that have made these abandoned properties their home. The pictures you see are all abandoned properties here in Ontario. Places that I visited about a year ago. The collapse is here, you just need to know where to look for it. You can drive down some roads and find half a dozen abandoned properties. Properties that were once thriving because the railways were connected to them, or because they had a rich industrial heritage. As the jobs to China shipped out, so did many of the people living in these communities. Country homes became abandoned. Gas stations shut down. If you cross the border from Canada into the United States, you'll find old Rust Belt cities like Dayton, Ohio, Cleveland, Buffalo, Albany, Rochester, and many other old cities that are beginning to fall apart or have already fallen apart. If you brought an American from 1941 to the future and you showed him these cities, he would have thought that the United States had actually lost the Second World War. That's how bad the decay is in these Rust Belt cities. What you need to understand is that a society and economy collapse on the periphery first, and then the decline works its way towards the center. By the time the downtown cores have lost their vitality, the areas around them have long since collapsed and fallen into disrepair. All systems collapse slowly at first, and then all at once. I mean the decay is gradual, and then once enough hardships are faced by the citizenry, the whole system changes over, and there is a revolution, or series of revolutions. As the system first begins to collapse, people in the countryside move to the cities, because there are greater social safety nets. Downtown cores are also walkable, and people ditch their overpriced vehicles and expensive gasoline. This is why we're seeing a revitalization of many urban centers where young people are choosing to move into. Young people today cannot afford cars, 
so they are moving into these downtown cores. This in itself is a sign of collapse. The old standards of living are falling away. In three years, the oil and gas shale boom will begin to decline, and all those urban towers in the middle of the downtown cores are heated using gas. And there is no cost-effective retrofit for these buildings. We can't simply convert them over to start burning coal. So the real estate values in urban condos will also collapse. The cost for gas to drive in the suburbs will become too expensive, and many suburban cities could end up becoming like Detroit. Just some final words. Everyone is expecting a collapse that looks like it's out of some spectacular blockbuster film. But in reality, economic decline takes a generation or two to complete its course. So with that, enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.